Hello, this is Danny Ryan, and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. Uh, today, I have Pete Skelly here with me. Hey, Danny. How's it going? Pretty good. They say the third time's a charm, right? <laughs> See, it is Three Will. Okay, it is Three Will. This is our third take. This this is it's a Friday afternoon. Things are getting getting a little crazy around here. I'm going to mention our beer mugs for the third time. <laughs> I'm not even, maybe that's what's choking this thing up. <laughs> Whenever I mention the three wheel beer mugs, it just stops on us. It's like, oh, it's beer time. It's time to move on. Seriously, thank you for taking the time to do this. Uh, no I know you are um, very busy, or you were supposed to be very busy this week. <laughs> you were supposed to give it a go this week, but uh, but maybe maybe that gave you a little time to come see me, which is wonderful. Now, I know you're always trying to stay ahead of the curve and trying to figure out what's coming up next. And as things mature with Office 365 and, and, and with SharePoint 2016 coming out, I know you're taking a look at sort of what's the types of apps we're going to be building six to eight months from now. What are you finding out? There's uh, a lot of really interesting things that are going on these days. Um, there's so much that's that's happening new Sort of Microsoft, you've mentioned recently in both podcasts and, and blog posts about the new Microsoft, uh, the things that Satya Nadella is doing that's working in cultural change, them being open source. A lot of what they're doing, um, things like getting ASP.NET Core to run on Linux and Mac, container is, containers coming. Um, so I, a lot of my day job these days has been extremely busy with uh, some client work. Um, but Those darn clients, darn clients you getting down. away, oh my you know, always. Um, but a lot of what I've been looking at, um, kind of free time, trying to stay on top of things, has been where, at least where do I think things are going and where uh -huh. do some of the, the folks, you know, SharePoint user groups and some of the other folks that I interact with, where do they think uh, we're headed? And so a lot of things that I've been trying to to kind of at least look into, if not do full-blown apps with, are some of the technologies I think that will probably hit us in maybe six to eight months. Um, so things like ASP.NET Core, um, the the use of uh, things like Gulp and Grunt and some of the, the, the more, quote, web uh, eh. standard, yeah, eh. standard tools. I'm that, not a Grunt. <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, you oh. know. Build processes, uh, things that are uh, that have not been typical to .NET developers okay. or Microsoft developers, um, things that have had a lot of automation around them in the past using NPM. Um, so recently, a few of the things that I've been looking at are um, Office Add-ins using what the uh, Office Dev uh, PNP teams are are doing with Yeoman. So there's a, a Yeoman generator uh, called uh, Office which actually lets you stub out office add-ins. Okay. So things like mail add-ins, Word. Um, a lot of what they've been doing is really powerful, layering in things like how to put uh, you know items and icons in the functionality in the ribbon, things like using Angular and, and ADAL within that Yeoman generator to actually be secure in the things that you're creating, um, doing it on a Mac or on Windows, uh, and then recently trying to look at with the, the release of, I think it's a re release candidate uh, for ASP.NET 1.0, Core 1.0. I don't even know what they're calling it these days. <laughs> They've changed it so much. Uh -huh. um, just looking at that and trying to figure out 
you know, how are we going to do things in the SharePoint world, um, the world that we live in between SharePoint 2016 that's coming to on-prem, uh, what's coming out in Office 365 in the next few months with Build and Connect coming. Um, it's There's a lot of thing, interesting things that are coming. So um, just trying to stay on top of those. Um, uh-huh. It's it's probably a full-time job in and of itself. But, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of fun to, to just try to mess with some of those things either late in the day or, or kind of at night on free time. So you end up talking to like Kirk or some of the teammates about what you're learning or what's, how do you, you're collaborating with folks outside of three wheel or how it's, do you- it's been a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's so busy here that, uh, I've been kind of keeping it quiet. Um, so trying to find the right opportunity, um, it's early in the, in the year still. So trying to get some lunch and learn, uh, things built. Uh, so that's part of what, uh, what I, uh, like to do internally is, is work on some of the, the lunch and learn things that we do internally. So trying to get content that actually will show some folks some new things. We don't typically use TypeScript in projects today, uh-huh. although I think, the trend is moving much more towards, uh, you know, frameworks that are going to be client side frameworks and uh, between Office 365 and SharePoint 2016, more and more treating that as just a set of services, okay. uh, interacting with, um, you know, SharePoint groups and Office 365 groups and what they're doing with think of some of these things when you're working with the next client that either is on 365, moving to 365, um, whether somebody's going to come to us and say, I want to migrate to 2016 on premises. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the types of things right now that. There's there's so much out there mm-hmm. um, that just trying to put your arms around it and figure out, is that something I could use on my next project? Mm-hmm. What's the value for that? What's the business value for that? Why would I use it? Um, you know, some of the things internally, uh, we've got a couple of folks that are doing some things with Visual Studio uh, 2015 and uh, Visual Studio Team Services. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're using things like Gulp. Uh, they're getting into using Git. Uh, for source control more and more mm-hmm. inside of Visual Studio Team Services. So um, where I can, some of those things just kind of, you know, helping out where I can because that's the things that I'm trying to to push for. Um, but right now it's, it's a little early. Mm-hmm. I think customers right now, um, at least in my opinion, don't see a whole lot of need for add-ins just because they're not there yet. Um, yeah. getting to office 365 or getting to either even SharePoint 2013 on premises, yeah. um, is, is probably the biggest hurdle for folks right now. They're still in the midst of doing those upgrades and trying to migrate, uh, versus trying to make wholesale changes and make, you know, giant, uh, custom applications. Yeah. And there's such an ecosystem. I think the office apps and SharePoint apps right now, um, all the, the whole add in story, I think. Some folks are probably waiting to see how that's going to play out. Like, are there major vendors that are going to come out with things? Nintex is a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, things like DocuSign. Um, but I think within this probably next, you know, six to, to nine months, we'll probably see an uptick in some of those requests. Mm-hmm. Um, and my gut says those, that's where the, the bulk of consulting, um, you know, as far as customization goes, you know, if I'm going to move to Office 365, uh, there probably will be a, a pretty robust ecosystem of apps that are going to be out there. Mm-hmm. But how do I combine these? And we talked about this, you know, uh, October of 2014 in one of the white papers we did. The more of these kind of microservices you get, the more the more you can treat things like files API, all the things that um, 
the graph, the Microsoft graph is doing uh, to be able to expose email, calendar, files, um, other services, you know, so, the social graph that you use. And the more you can treat those things as just consumable services and mm-hmm. put your own customization on top, the, the, the more powerful those things become. So mm-hmm. things like webhooks within Office 365, really interesting. Um, how do you build solutions that add business value with those? You know, how do you kick off processes based on, you know, for someone like you, like sales processes, if you have someone from a, a specific company uh, send you an email and you can recognize that and start other processes right from the, the receipt of that email versus you having to touch it, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, finding those opportunities, but even being aware of that technology is just very difficult right now, just staying on top of how much change is coming. So. Well, with the, um, I know we didn't talk about this in the, in the prep, but the, uh, with Microsoft buying Xamarin, that adds another Microsoft technology to the, to the stack, I guess. Yeah. Is, um, how? What's our, what's going to be our approach to starting to look? Because I know we do. Yeah, you know, mobile is something that comes up pretty often for us on projects, and we're we're pretty. I think we're getting really good at uh, building responsive sites and those sorts of things. Um, but how does this sort of fit into what we're doing for our typical application? Are we starting, are we going to start to look at maybe having a component of what we do, uh, involve Xamarin or what? I, I don't know. I think yeah. I haven't really even used Xamarin enough to, to even have an opinion on it. Okay. Um, that's fine. I think the, the most interesting part is, uh, of, of Microsoft kind of buying Xamarin at this point is to me that fills out the strategy, mm-hmm. um, you know, cloud first, mobile first, it lets them, it really lets them kind of target, uh, developers on everything. If you look at the add-in model, I kind of look at Zam- the purchase of Xamarin as a parallel to what they're doing with add-ins. Okay. So the add-in model, you know, basically separating, separating out those add-ins into, uh, just a, a, a web application that, you know, is being surfaced through one of those hosts. Well, that's, it's still a web application, right? But if now you could do things like get to the native metal and if Xamarin forms allows you to do that, it just makes sense. Yeah. Um, like I said, though, I don't, I don't have enough knowledge of why you would want to choose Xamarin over something like Cordova or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, any of the other frameworks that might let you do that Ionic or some of the others. So, it's it, to me makes sense. Um, I just wonder what I know the cost of, of Xamarin studio, as far as, um, a, a developer license has yeah. been pretty cost prohibitive. Yeah. Um, so curious to see what would happen there, whether it gets rolled into visual studio and as a, an MSDN, um, you know, as a Microsoft partner, whether you get that as part of your MSDN subscription or, or capabilities, but, yeah, interesting purchase. I just don't know. I don't. I don't see it yet mm-hmm. as part of what our customers are asking for. Yeah, I think most business customers still say, "Well, I want it to be mobile," but if they're really pressed, those are the things that get dropped yeah. first. Unless they're they're truly, you know, we have some customers that just they're communications companies and that's what they do, so mm-hmm. they're going to have mobile. But for the smaller, mid-sized businesses, I don't think they're there yet. Um, but Xamarin may push them there. You know, the the ability to do those things quickly and and have custom apps that integrate with what you've got in Office three sixty five and kind of the the other story that may just be the piece that pushes it over the edge. 
It'll be interesting. That's I think that's we won't see much as far as real traction from that for at least six months. I think okay. it'll take that long to to kind of ramp things up. Anything else you're sort of keeping an eye on right now that uh, just to stay ahead of the curve? Anything else? I, there's so much out there. Um, <laughs> the 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 most interesting pieces to me right now, I think, are uh, container technologies, and I haven't even had a chance to really to to uh, really mess with them. Darn right? projects, just slowing you down. It's, you know, well, you got to pay the bills, yes. but uh, at the same time, you got to kind of keep your eye on the ball long term. Yep. So somehow, finding finding some time to look at that is is a big deal. I I just think in you know you look at PaaS, so platform as a service. Um, probably two years ago, uh, that would have been. I don't want to say the holy grail, but it made more sense than doing something as uh, infrastructure as a service, managing your own VMs, et cetera. And the whole Docker container mentality, and now with Windows Server 2016, I forget what technical preview it is, but they'll be supporting Docker. Um, So being able to have a container that's really lightweight from a development perspective will be great, but being able to build a solution uh, that doesn't rely on having to maintain you know, a VM that you can actually spin up different services and test different things and different mm-hmm. backends. I think that's the most um, intriguing situation. I, I look back in the last 10 years, I just saw a post from Joel's and at uh, SharePoint 16 years old this year. Um, so the interesting part to me is that kind of, he said, sweet 16. Um, I'd really like to see some maturity around using SharePoint and building uh, solutions on it the way we used to, not not in the server side sense, but really saying, you know, all of the things that SharePoint provides and that Office 365 provides are a huge base and kind of looking at that through the lens of how do I build solutions on top of all of the things I get there, Mm -hmm. the security, this file storage, this, the, you know, the calendaring, the integration with tasks, all the things that are there that just from a business perspective makes sense to kind of use and consume centrally, Mm -hmm. um, but put them in your own custom apps or put them on mobile phone, Mm -hmm. um, you know, put them in devices that are out in the field that, that somebody can actually, you know, accomplish, the major task and then maybe refine it at their desk later on or kick off a workflow to start somebody else working on it, um, you know, in quote the back office or the front office, whatever you want to call it. So mm-hmm. there's a lot coming that I think is pretty interesting. Sounds like I'm speaking at way too high a level, but there's so much going on. If, oh, uh, from a detail a, uh, level, that's it's okay. That's stay high know. level for me, Pete. You, want me, <laughs> you seriously want me to stay awake, right? <laughs> you, I could put you to sleep. Oh, probably. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate you staying ahead of the curve. I mean, that's, that, I know that's an important thing for us and it's difficult to do as you're on projects. And I know this year it's, it's one of those, it's the innovators dilemma, but you know, you're trying to stay ahead of the curve and when it, you know, it, when, when we actually get to projects where we're doing it, you're, you know, you're moving on to the next thing and just, it's, it's difficult to do, but, uh, it seems like this year is still the theme. I know talking with Tommy and some other folks, but just get migrating people over to the cloud still, it's still holding people back right now. And so we're still yeah. be doing a lot of that. And I'm looking forward to the day we're building a lot of these little cool apps and we're getting there. I think we're definitely yeah. getting there on certain projects. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it just takes time. And sometimes larger enterprises are, are laggards and, uh, 
And so you just, you, it'll come over time and just yep. being a little patient with it. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it's great that you're staying ahead of the curve. I wish we should get together more often. I know we're doing this once a quarter, but just get your, get the stuff in your head out is, is a good <laughs> That's thing. That's scary. Right? No, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. What are you looking at now? What are you doing now, Pete? What are you looking at now? Yeah, I, I, I wish I had more time. Um, yeah. but it, I, right now the, the world of, of add-ins, um, I uh-huh. think is, probably the most intriguing and then the things around there just from a uh, development ecosystem or a life cycle perspective that the things like gulp the things like um you know looking at yeoman generators those types of things that just speed up development and then looking at uh, how mature visual studio team services is with mm-hmm. build services get integration those types of things it's it there's a lot there. I mean, you could go real deep down that rabbit hole and make a lot of uh, really good things for mm-hmm. our customers. There's so much there just out of the box with 2016, 2013, 2016 and Office 365. It's like there's still a lot to consume. They're changing. They're pushing out things left and right. Yeah. So, you know, things like Planner, you know, I still don't think I understand Okay, what's really the play behind groups? I'm kind of looking forward to what they announce at Build. You know, what's really the strategy behind that groups? It opens up a whole new world with Active Directory behind the scenes. But what's what's their? What are they going to provide out of the box? And Uh then what are kind of ISVs going to provide as value add? And then what what are the gaps going to be? Where where business is going to have to fill gaps? A lot of questions still too. So before we wrap up. you're involved with the Atlanta SharePoint user group. Some of the stuff coming up with that, you've got, <clears throat> yeah, um, what's going on? So we just finished, uh, actually planning some of the, uh, this year's conferences. The date for SharePoint Saturday 2016 is set. So Atlanta, okay. uh, SharePoint Saturday, Atlanta 2016 is going to be June 11th. Um, we are also going to do Cloud Saturday, so it'll be the second annual Cloud Saturday. Nice. Uh, we just started looking for sponsors, so I'll be hitting you up for sponsorship oh, you, real well, soon. Well, you know what my marketing budget is. <laughs> um, but uh, we started, so we, we just uh, actually met last night, um, okay. started talking about uh, sponsors. Um, we'll start probably a, a call for speakers here coming up, uh, relatively soon. We've got okay. a little bit, uh, but, uh, if anybody's interested in topics, uh, uh basically, uh, SPA, SPSATL at live.com, um, I think is the email address. Uh, if not, you can always send it directly to me and, and, uh, I can get it to the right folks. Um, and you know, typical, uh, every year Atlanta code camp, that's probably going to be sometime in the fall again. Um, so started planning those things, um, had some really good recent talks, uh, at, uh, the SharePoint user group, uh, Liam Cleary, uh, from Protivity spoke on 2016 and, and kind of the business value behind, uh, SharePoint 2016. Nice. Um, so a couple of really good sessions recently with SharePoint uh, user group. And and it's not just SharePoint. We've changed the name really to, to the SharePoint uh, and Office 365 user group to, to cover a lot of the change that's happening. So yeah, a lot of exciting stuff happening there too. Very cool. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for taking the time to do that mm-hmm. at, in your off time. <laughs> and there's all this yeah, extra like I time said, there's only 24 have. hours. Oh <laughs> Thank you for taking the time yeah. to do this, Pete. Appreciate no, it. Thanks. You betcha. Pleasure. Um, Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a wonderful day. Take care.